This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. We are a few weeks away from an event that has had a great impact on our community and plight of so many young people over the years uh, in the youth annual Youth and Law Forum. And here with me this morning to talk about the event is Margaret Spearman and uh, former federal public defender and now in private practice attorney Christopher Sanders. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, Margaret, uh, let's start with you, and let's talk about the Youth and Law Forum. You know, um, what is it, and what are the overall goals and objectives of the forum? Well, the forum is an opportunity. Youth and Law Forum started in uh, outreach in 1990 uh, by King County Superior Court Judge Charles B. Johnson, uh, retired Judge Norma uh, Smith Cannon, and Judge Leroy McCullough. Uh, so the main objective is to use contemporary illustrations and workshops to teach basic legal rights and responsibilities to expose youth to and encourage their consideration of justice system careers and to build and maintain bridges between community youth and community justice system participants. Right. And, um, you know, Christopher, this event has been going, been hosted for some time here in, in the community, um, and many people have benefited, but there's still, you know, people out there who uh, might think that they might have uh, uh, gotten some information or people who might think that they know their rights um, and really don't know their rights. You know, with that being said, how important um, is it not only for our youth, but also parents and aunts, uncles, grandparents, et cetera, um, to, you know, come to an event like this and, and get some information and get educated, um, not only on, you know, the laws of the land, but, you know, how to handle or how to conduct yourself uh, in certain situations and in a lot of ways, uh, how to protect your kids from uh, different threats that might be out there. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, the law is ever-changing all of the time. Every year, um, the, the courts issue new opinions, and the, and the law is shifting and aging. And so from that perspective, um, it's important that we all to get together and learn about the law and how it's changed and how it's evolved and how it affects all of us. Um, the second thing I'll say, though, is, you know, we're emerging from this pandemic era um, and I believe it's really important that we get back together, uh, we connect with one another, reconnect with one another, rather, or connect for the first time, um, 
and learn about our rights in this new setting, in this new phase uh, of, of the pandemic where we haven't seen each other for many years, or um, maybe it's that we haven't seen our law enforcement for a few years. And so um, it's really important from that perspective, too, uh, to reconnect with our communities, and this is a place to do that. Right. And now, um, Margaret, I understand that you guys are moving to a, a, a new location this year, and can you kind of talk about yes. um, the location and the significance of changing the venue this year? Well, I think it's exciting because we're expecting um, just uh, an increased number of participants this year. So we are hosting it at Tequila Community Center, and it's a uh, large facility. Um, we have a gym there, and we have so many activities that it will accommodate. So it's in a very diverse community, one of the most diverse communities in the metropolitan area. Mm, all right. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about some of the workshops that will be available. Um, and I guess uh, my first question as it relates to the workshops, you know, I know in the past you guys had broken things down into different uh, age, like age-appropriate uh, workshops that were part of the event. So you had, um, it might be similar topics or the same topics, or it might be something different in the age group, but they were broken down into, you know, stuff for um, younger kids and things for teens, and you guys also had stuff for adults as well. So everybody was able to get stuff uh, in an age-appropriate environment. Is that still the case? Yes, it is. Um, we have a elementary um, uh, track, uh, middle school, and for parents and adults, caring adults that are out here to support the young people. I mean. We've got some joint sessions, but we, I mean, they're really exciting. I, we have uh, a, lot of, a joint session with Chief Daryl Lowe, Chief Wendell Shirley, and it's moderated by Judge Bonnie Glenn, and the title of it, Black and Blue, Can You Be Both? I think the significance of our title this year, Resilience, Journey to Justice. And I think it allows and affords so many different um, um, areas to support young people and their families. We have a mental health um, a session for both young people and uh, their adults, two different sessions. And it's okay, the title of it, it's okay to not be okay, Journey to Better Mental Health. And, again, it's tailored for youth, and one session is tailored for adults. Um, we have a, just several different activities that the young people will be engaged in while they have sessions um, around legal issues. There's a session on Jeopardy, juvenile justice Jeopardy. But there's also poetry that uh, from Justice Helen uh, Widener and a young woman, Nyland Butler, and then they're going to have a chance to play basketball. So there's such a variety of activities that young people be engaged in throughout the youth and law forum. Right. And Christopher, you know, this, this event is a, a one where, you know, it's, it's, in, it's an engaging event. It's an engagement. It's an opportunity for youth to engage uh, with 
people involved in uh, law enforcement at different levels, whether it's judges and police officers or attorneys, uh, and vice versa, a chance for them to interview kids as well and to learn uh, from one another about different things and ask questions. How important, especially now, you know, coming out of COVID, is it for, you know, our community to have engagement at that level between our young people and people involved in law enforcement where they can just have a conversation and ask some general but sometimes simple but important questions uh, about different things as it relates to navigating pathways and just things about uh, life that these young people um, probably should consider. You know, that's that's another great question. It, I, I believe that engagement is incredibly important. I mean, for one, it gives us an opportunity to ask questions um, in a safe, welcoming, warm environment amongst friends, right? And um, and so from that perspective, it, it, that engagement is, is really very important. Um, the other thing is that, um, you know, our communities are much more likely to be affected by the justice system. And we're not just talking about the criminal justice system, although that too, um, we're talking about the civil justice system as well. Um, issues like housing justice, um, where our communities are more, much more likely to be affected by the immigration justice system or the mental health justice system. And so, um, just in every kind of way, the, the laws are more likely to affect us, often in negative ways, and we need um, an opportunity to, to come together and to talk about these issues, to flush them out, to learn about them together. And this youth and law form is just one way to do that. Right. Now, Margaret, I understand that you guys are going to have uh, some food and prizes available at the event as well. Oh, most certainly, most certainly. Um, breakfast will be available between 8 and 8.30, um, and then there's lunch, and there's snacks throughout the day. And prizes that we have this year are um, laptops, tablets, um, a bicycle that we're going to, um, um, not auction off, that we're going to have in our uh, drawings. So there are, we have Dick's coupons, we have passes to the zoo. I think each young person leaving there on that Saturday will have something special to take home with them. Uh, uh, Margaret, I'm going to ask you to give the uh, time, date, and location of the event. The date is Saturday. October, excuse me, 20, uh, 22nd, and it is from registrations 8 to 8.30, and the program will start uh, right at 8.35 with the call of the drums from Kalfani Mimba, Mimba, excuse me. Okay. Can, um, not, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Did you, did you hear... Uh, the time? Yeah. Yes, we did hear the time. Okay. And is it, it this this event is free and open to the public, correct? Oh, yes, it is free, and it is open to elementary, middle school, high school students, their parents, and I say caring adults that support young people in many different ways. And is there a registration uh, required in advance, or can people register in advance? And if so, how do they do that? 
we do ask that they register in advance. Um, there is a, if they go to youthinlawform.org, they can go online and register. Alrighty. Well, I want to thank the both of you for joining us on today's show, um, and also just thank you and the committee and all the volunteers involved for putting on uh, this Youth and Law Forum once again this year, especially during this critical time as we're coming out of COVID, um, just to you know provide parents and youth and our community with just vital information um, that can you know help keep them safe, but also um, help them progress through life. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having us. All right. All right. Again, the annual Youth and Law Forum will take place on Saturday, October 22nd from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Tukwila Community Center. For more information or to register in advance, you can go to youthandlawforum.org.